This is the EPLOG audio experience. You are listening to the Artist Podcast with me, Suchita. Stay tuned. Insights is a special section in the Artist Podcast that we will keep dropping in between our main episodes. Insights is aimed to give an insight into where the future is heading in terms of arts, culture and cinema and perhaps course correct. These will be under 15 minutes episode but we have already crossed 15 minutes for this episode. Let us know what you think about it. And if you have an insight and would like us to talk about it on the podcast, you can connect with us on our social social media handles or follow us for regular updates on the dot artist podcast over this episode of insights has our regular guest karan torani karan has already been on our earlier episodes of the podcast and if you haven't tuned in you must tune into episode 110 art and commerce of making movies with karan it's a very insightful episode in this episode we talk about what everyone is talking about what is the hype about barbie and oppenheimer what about character and IPs that could have clicked in making them work so big a female filmmaker helming a big budget studio film getting the economics right and our dependency on algorithms and sellable stars in big budget films and independence and what is a balanced perspective that everyone making any sort of film must take in the ecosystem and most importantly since we're talking about barbie film culture and patriarchy Karan welcome to a podcast again and uh, thank you for being here and taking out time it's so wonderful to chat with you and see you rattle all those figures so <laughs> thanks hi suchita good afternoon pleasure to be here as always yeah look forward to for a great session so we've started this new a new edition where we are going to be doing quick episodes like getting some insights on why something is working and perhaps course correct uh, for uh, filmmakers and uh, people out there listening if uh, they find it needs to be course corrected so just to begin i saw your insta post of course you went out for barbi and you saw the film i asked a lot of people around because i've not seen the films as we record the episode what was their opinion about barbi versus oppenheimer yeah so <clears throat> i think you know both films are uh, in a very different genre uh, both are completely opposites as far as genre is concerned Uh, so of course you know the kind of target audience they'll have is very very different right now yes. starting off in terms with babi i think uh, you know there is a big buzz around babi because of marketing and social media right so uh, you know this is a character which you know people who are in their 30s or you know early 40s uh, would have yeah. played uh, you know at their early age and uh, it's very it's a very differential experience when you watch this kind of 
of a character on the last screen, right? And this is something which is never probably come. I think we've seen Barbie only more in terms of animated films for now. It has never yeah. come in a proper feature film. And apparently, I think the film has got a messaging as well, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the whatever the content which is there. So I think it's a perfect blend of marketing, uh, perfect with this kind of mixed with character and IP, which is like, you know, good 25, 30 years old back created. And there is also a message into it. So it's like a perfect success formula, in my opinion. And I think mm. that's why you're seeing the numbers. Like, you know, globally, Barbie has done phenomenally well. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've already grossed about $700 plus million in terms of box office. And this is the second yeah. largest box office film uh, in terms of box office in CY23. Because I think the earlier film was Mario, which hit close to $1.3 billion. So I think you are seeing a comeback wherein, uh, you know, the audience is willing to explore content which is innovative, right? I mean, hmm. if you look at films like Marvel, Top Gun... Fast X. I mean, those films have also done well, but they haven't done collections anywhere close to a Barbie or a Mario. So this is yeah. to show that there is some kind of a monotony setting in. Audience is looking for something very different. Uh, we saw Avatar, you know, at the start, at the end of the year, doing $2 billion plus in terms of box office. So clearly, people really want to watch differentiated content. Uh, the second film uh, in terms of Oppenheimer, I believe, again, that appears to a very niche audience. Uh, but again, the content there is uh, very great. I think what, what has worked against the film as, you know, I think uh, general perception is that the film has been slightly long. Uh, it's it's about a three-hour roughly kind of a time frame in terms of film. Uh, but yeah. in a country like India, that film is doing very well, okay? And yeah. the reason for that is very clear. Uh, the bigger delta is coming from ticket prices. So if you look at a market like India, we have got only about 25 IMAX screens in the country. Uh, so there's a scarcity here wherein we've got such a large pool of audience and we've got lesser number of screens, uh, which is why I think exhibitors are charging, uh, you know, ticket prices for Oppenheimer at, you know, three times, five times of the average oh. ticket prices for a premium offering, which they would have. So I think mm -hmm. that has also helped uh, Oppenheimer garner more collections in a country like India as compared to mm -hmm. globally, wherein Oppenheimer has been, you know, somewhere close to $500 million out in terms of box office. So uh, I think it's more ticket price led. And I think, you know, Christopher Nolan, uh, you know, is again has a strong recall in terms of three, four films that he's done in the past. Uh, there's a franchise value, which is also there. Uh, so I think both the films are, have done phenomenally well. Uh, it's a much needed respite for the film industry because there is support now in the form of occupancy. There is support now mm -hmm. for the exhibition business with everything mm -hmm. were, you know, I mean, everybody was considering this business to be a write-off a couple of months ago. But I think there is some support, which is a very positive and emerging sign. But tell me, Karan, we're talking about a budget of a Barbie, which is 125 million, and it's made a, a figure of 774, whereas Oppenheimer with 100 mil has made a figure of 400 mil uh, for a Nolan film. And Barbie is driven by a female director. So do you see that there is this a sudden new perspective coming in storytelling uh, from a female point of view that could have charged a lot of female audience worldwide uh, to go and watch the films, a perspective that we have, we are denied, we do not see a women filmmaker helming such a huge budget in filmmaking. Yes, absolutely. I think as I told you, you know, the mess, the film has a story in it. Uh, it just clearly showcases that, you know, in terms of what are the kind of struggles that women go through, in the yeah. form of expectations, everything put together. So, as I said, uh, you know, this is obviously the content storyline also, which is kind of attractive or innovative. But there's also in marketing angle attractive. Every woman, woman would like to go and watch this film. Uh, mm. They would like to, you know, go and support this cause because they can relate themselves to this, right? So, really, it's, a, yeah. it's a clear blend of these multiple factors which have been there. Uh, as far as uh, these kind of concepts are concerned, I think this will continue going ahead. Uh, you know, we, we saw it in India as well. You know, there was this film, Chakde India, which came. 
and yes. uh, that was a women centric hockey film of course it had a star like shahrukh khan but in terms of content the film did wonders right and we have seen yes. back and forth like you know many women centric films you know have done well in the past and they keep like we look at movies like gangubai kathiawadi which was yes. done by alia bhat again like a women centric film it did extremely well at box office so i think these concepts are very much doing well in terms of women centric some of some part is the concept some part is the marketing effort attached to it now mm-hmm. in terms of budgets you know uh, i was just looking at some of the numbers as well in terms of global box office mm-hmm. you'll be surprised to know that uh, films like uh, fast x and you know tom cruise films like mission impossible or even guardians galaxy kind of films Uh, haven't done the ROI what uh, a Mario or a Barbie has done, uh, you wow. know. So mm. this just goes to show that you know you have to get the economics right as far as yep. the film making business is concerned, right? Mm. Because mm. you cannot have large budget films made at a very hefty cost, and eventually there's no recoverable for that. And uh, yeah. I'm a firm believer of the fact that you know theatricals uh, have to account for the larger share. Uh, in terms of a film recovery, because digital satellite rights in terms of recovery today they are there because you know OTT platforms are spending big amount of money for buying digital rights. But three years, four years down the line, we don't know whether they spend that much money or not. So I think cinematic medium is something which has been here since more than hundred years, and it will continue to be going ahead. So I think it's always better to rely on the cinematic box office revenue as a monetization model as compared to digital and satellite, which may not be sustainable in nature. So let's take the example of you know economics of a film. So a large hindi film which is made at a budget of say about 150 180 crores uh, probably gets a box office uh, revenue of 100 crores which means the producer gets about 50 crores right in terms of recovery and mm. he will get another 80 90 crores of recovery from digital satellite and music and so put together so my sense is that this economics is not correct so if you're making the film at a very large scale uh, you have to you know make sure the box office collections also come in or there are two things that one can do over here one is the external control where you know the footfalls come in that is not under your control it's an external thing one is internally you can reduce the cost so you know when you're having large budget films of 150 170 crores you can just ask it allen to take a profit share in terms of box office or in terms of digital satellite right so economics have to sustain for the ecosystem to actually become big because if economics don't sustain production houses will not invest into uh, you know yeah. in terms of films because end of the day everybody looks for roi and bottom line so my only suggestion is that you know these ip characters which are mario which are barbie uh, this is like a very low cost model because these characters have already been created a long year many years ago and they just like a trying to showcase this character in a different manner and trying to get audiences back at a different experience hmm. karan tell me you mentioned about getting the economics right is uh, the recent alia bhat from that just got released very recently playing in the theaters how is that doing i think in terms of economics uh, you know if you look at the films i think the film has done close to uh, 40 crores plus in terms of net box office for the weekend and uh, mm. given where we are heading it should probably do at 120 130 crores of net box office revenue and uh, that is very much in line with our estimates uh, you know there's nothing uh, like a negative or a positive surprise there but mm. the bigger aspect is that again the economics aren't very favorable because if a film is being made uh, for a budget of more than 140 150 crores with such a large star cast uh, mm. ideally during pre covid times this kind of a film would have run at least 100 crores of box office collections right given the kind of scale the film has and uh, today because of you know the pandemic impact and because of monotony and people wanted to explore other content ott content variety that we've got Uh, the film will probably end at you know 120 130 crores so i think this is a mm. worrisome sign which is there wherein films are being uh, kind of made and you know there's an attempt to make large scale films but they're not able to garner that collections if you look at this year in terms of cy23 
uh, I think apart from Pathan and Kerala story, we haven't seen any flame even surpassing 200 crores. Uh, we already mm-hmm. had seven months down uh, CY23. So I think I think a lot of work needs to be done in terms of the costing of a flame, uh, you know, in terms of the content of a flame and in mm-hmm. terms of marketing. So it's not just that, you know, you show some star and the flame does well. That doesn't happen. And mm-hmm. uh, even pure content doesn't work nowadays because if you look at small, medium budget content, I think... Uh, the frequency has come down sharply. I mean, back in the day, pre-COVID times, you had one small medium budget film in Hindi doing well every month or maybe once mm-hmm. in three weeks. Now mm-hmm. that frequency has come to, you know, four to five, four to five months, in fact. So you can just see the pressure in terms of impact, what is there. So like I'll give you numbers here as well. So I think the Hindi box office revenue that way is down close to 30% versus pre-COVID. 25, 30%, yes, that's the broader that's what, math. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at this number, uh, there has been a hike in ticket prices by 15%. So if you exclude mm-hmm. the positive impact of ticket prices, ideally the box office revenue is down close to 40-45% on like-to-like My basis. Mm-hmm. And this is for the Hindi film industry with high ticket prices. Now, My if you Lord. go deeper into it and if you say, uh, if you look at small medium budget films, for them the footfalls are down anyway close to 60-70% to 70%, uh, because mm-hmm. they are their collections are down you know 40-50% plus there's a ticket price thing which is also going to come as an impact. So mm-hmm. my sense is we are moving towards a scenario where our dependence on large budget films has increased. Okay, so pre-COVID times, we used to get probably, you know, uh, 40 to 50% of our box office evolution in Hindi genre from large budget mm-hmm. films. Now mm-hmm. that has come to 80, 80 to 90% because clearly small mm-hmm. medium budget films are not performing at all. Now, in my opinion, this is like a structural trend. I, I don't see this trend to reverse of, you know, small medium budget content coming back in a very big way. So mm-hmm. this business has now become uh, more risky in nature because... Earlier, you had, say, about, you know, 30, 40 films in a year uh, where you could depend upon. Now, you have only 15 films in a year where you have to depend upon. And the risk becomes high because if half of these 15 films don't do well, you see a more negative impact in terms of box office. So, I think the the dynamics in terms of, you know, consumption pattern from the audience is changing. And it's high time that we also change the unit economics of film, the production cost, the marketing and the content. Karan, what you pointed out is so important, you know. I think this is the fact that a lot of filmmakers and the studios and the independent filmmakers uh, are struggling with slash could be struggling with. So when we're talking about depending on large budget films and you're saying that economics needs to be managed, the trend right now is that uh, get a saleable star. You know, and everybody is sort of relying more on getting a saleable star, including the studios, including the independents. So this dependency is actually not right, as you mentioned, that because the film business is becoming more riskier with lesser number of films getting produced because of the dependency on stars. So what is what is a center perspective that all of us in the ecosystem should take when it comes to making movies so that see you cannot make it safe despite the algorithms despite everything happening around you cannot say what is going to work or what will not work so what is the a balanced perspective that all of us in the ecosystem trying to make movies should take so i think uh, the clear solution to this is that one needs to move towards a franchise based model right you mm-hmm. have to make sure that your franchise is bigger than the star. So today, if you make a franchise, uh, you know, which is having, say, four parts or five parts, mm-hmm. uh, if the star is changing, it shouldn't matter for your franchise, for the studio. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. for the studio, it's all about that particular franchise. Now, in the case of Mario or Barbie, it didn't matter who the star was. I mean, Mario was an animated movie, but Barbie, you know, it didn't matter who the star was. It is just about the franchise, the IP. So I think Mm. that has to come at priority than the star. That is a very important thing, right? Uh, Second important thing is that we should use 
VFX very effectively. Okay, when I say that, you know, VFX can work in favor and work against you as well, because if you see in the case of Adi Purush, uh, you know, the reviews were that the VFX quality is not that great. So mm -hmm. I think we need to have an ecosystem in India uh, where, you know, the VFX quality uh, are up to the mark and the production houses who are spending make, are making sure that the VFX uh, is being spent in the right manner and the right outcome is coming, right? Mm -hmm. Because again, this shows that we are moving technologically ahead and we're not depending on stars because VFX eventually will not require stars if you have the quality content which you're trying to create. Yes. So, and because the audience is becoming so demanding that they don't want to go into cinema in large numbers if yeah. the content is not compelling. So how to make the content compelling? Franchise, create franchise and, you know, make content around that. And second thing is focus on VFX in a very big way because that will actually, you know, drive the audiences to say that, okay, fine, we can't watch this at on our home. We have to come for the cinema to watch this. So I think but, these are two things. Yeah. But Karan, you said fran create franchise, but everyone out there cannot create franchise, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. So, so they have, there'll be a franchise and then there will be original content as well, which is not franchise, you know. Absolutely. What about the original content? Where do you, where do you, what's your opinion there? So original content, there's not much that you can do. I think uh, mm -hmm. we need to actually see original content solution in terms of two, three things. One is that you could probably have more multi-star of films because I think these are crowd pullers, right? So mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, I mean, you saw Shah Rukh Khan, Salman Khan coming together after I don't know how many years. I think Karan Johar came some good 25 years ago, right? So you saw them coming on screen together after a very long time, right? So I think you need to have these kind of films, uh, you know, wherein a Ritik Roshan or a Shah Rukh Khan or, you know, larger actors come together to share the screen space because this is something which the audience has not seen and mm. this is something which they look forward to see right so mm. i think that's also one thing which is there uh, third thing as a trend is that we can create sequels also okay uh, sequels mm. is also a very good strategy of you know older films which is there because these old films have been made with different stars uh, they can be reworked as per today's generation's taste and consumption habits and you can attach some incremental storylines also around that so these are you know solutions in terms of you know how we can achieve that success of what it was in the pre-covid era uh, as far as small medium budget is concerned i think that is a challenge as, again as i say you know because we are seeing so much of ott content in terms of web series in terms of movies and by the way i think there is this clear trend that now if you see films come on ott also directly this never ever happened in the pre-COVID days. Of course, mm -hmm. during the COVID time, the number of films going direct OTT, you know, increased massively. Like from a, you know, from zero films, it became 25, 30 films yearly. And now that number has come to about 10, 12 films yearly. But the point is mm -hmm. still there are films which are going direct OTT. Uh, so I think things have changed quite drastically. And, you know, films going direct OTT, small medium budget content not working. These are some structural trends which actually have no solution. So I think you yes. have to look at solution the other way around in terms of how do you recreate the magic on the larger film side to actually drive footfalls, which could be through multi-star cars, through VFX, through franchise and all these things put together. Hmm. Karan, tell me this in terms of um, the film culture. And also there has been a lot of noise around, also with Barbie, surrounding around patriarchy, because it is a film that highlights that as, as well. So do you think that the reason Oppenheimer is doing better in India compared to Barbie is, and again, somebody raised this point, was because we are a patriarchal nation. 
I think that I think there's too much reason that I don't think so. I think India has moved way forward as compared to what we were, you know, five to ten years mm. back. Uh, mm. I, I don't think that patriarchy or you know why females are given so much importance. I don't think that's an issue. In fact, these kind of things are now promoted in a country like India. We have seen many schemes launched by our prime minister as well, which is promoting women welfare and women development and women empowerment mm. as well. So I don't foresee one should not into these kind of things in terms of negative publicity. It is just purely that you know if you look at Barbie as a film. Uh, in terms of target audience, it does not mm. have a very wide target audience uh, because this kind of film is maybe not suited for kids who are below 12 years. Uh, mm. It is not; it may, it may not attract an audience who is above 35, 40 years. So mm. maybe the target audience is between 12 to 35. And mm. plus, on the other hand, you've got Oppenheimer uh, amongst the male audience, which is doing phenomenally well. So, firstly, this film is more appealing to female audience. That's one. Secondly. Uh, you know, there is a, there is a, so to say, kind of a thing, a very small, uh, you know, group of female audience that appears to between 12 and 35. So I think that's yeah. the reason, you know, the film may not have done these kind of numbers. There's nothing more mm-hmm. to it. I don't think these kind of publicity stunts are kind of uh, creating a negative impact on the film box office. As mm-hmm. such. And Karan, tell me about your thoughts on because Barbie is held by a female filmmaker and female filmmakers do not get this kind of budget when it comes to studio films. In fact, it is difficult to get even much lesser budget when it comes to being a female filmmaker do you see a trend where studios will be more open in accepting uh, a female filmmaker to help bigger budgets i think this uh, female filmmaker trend has already started i think mm-hmm. if you look at uh, miss kunit monga i think she won uh, the oscar award uh, you know for the mm-hmm. best short film at netflix so my only point is that this is nothing new it is just mm-hmm. that uh, you know maybe you didn't see uh, you know uh, these these female directors or these female creators actually going on the larger scale, but we've seen yeah. that in the past. We've seen you know uh, choreographers like Farah Khan turning into very successful directors, mm-hmm. and it's just been the case. I mean, there've been many of them to name with. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many female uh, actresses who have started their own production houses as well, and if they've you know, seen a lot of success in that as well. So I think uh, that yeah, this is a trend which was already there, but uh, mm-hmm. this. You know, trend can intensify and eventually it can lead to the welfare and development for women in our society as well. Okay, great. All right, this episode was meant to be like 10 minutes, but now like it's gone to 23. Okay, okay. So it's all about getting the economics right, having a balanced perspective on making your film. And of course, patriarchy is not going anywhere soon. That's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little episode. 20 minutes, we mostly touch around 40, 45 minutes. And uh, take care of yourself. Don't forget to follow us on our Insta handle, the Dot Artist Podcast. And of course, you can find me on LinkedIn.